Hey there, if you are somebody who is interested in helping your organization to scale, if you are somebody who is pretty keen to look at business improvement, look at growth, look at what we've been doing here at Best Practice, in this episode of our live Best Practice TV stream and the Kobe Summit audio experience, we're bringing on an amazing guest. So we've been looking at lots of different productivity processes, improvements to productivity here at Best Practice over the last couple of years, uh, constantly seeking out how we can grow and improve our organization. And like everything we do here at Best Practice, we share it. We don't keep any secrets. So what we have been doing is sharing the process that we're using to grow our organization, improve our organization. I'm going to bring Nick Fagan on, who is the Managing Director of Next Practice. He's my business partner in our business coaching business in a second. But really what I did was I went on a search for, you know, a system and a process because we're a systems and process business. So for those of you that follow us because of our work in ISO certification, you know, with ISO 9001 quality assurance, with management systems, you know, business planning, you know, helping with your business plans, helping with your strategy, you know, those of you that come to us and get help with your strategic workshops, we run strategic workshops, we run risk workshops, uh, helping you guys to grow your business, having a um, you know, a good recognized system, you know, structure and function to sit behind your organization. I'm on that constant search, you know, this huge library that we have here at Best Practice obviously helps with that. So I'm going to bring on, Luke's going to help me in a second. And we're going to bring on uh, Nick Fagan. He's going to join us live today. Um, for any of you guys that have joined us live this morning on LinkedIn uh, or on YouTube, let me know where you're watching from. I'm really excited uh, with this particular live stream where we're constantly evolving with what we're doing with our technology here. Uh, so, Nick, if uh, so, Luke, if you can bring Nick on, that'd be fantastic. Good morning, Stan. Okay, so um, the amazing and ever handsome Nick Fagan in uh, current yeah. lockdown in Victoria. Excellent. Good to see you've got your best practice dot biz mask on there. So um, straight to H block at Pentridge Prison uh, for uh, <laughs> for the Victorians. Uh, Nick, how are you today? Welcome aboard. Uh, thank you, Kobe. Thanks for having me on, mate. Um, I'm amazing. Uh, given the circumstances, we're all trying to grapple with a, a strange set of circumstances at the minute. Uh, I'm not alone. Small to medium business owners aren't alone. Uh, it's a tough gig, mate, but I, I think I think there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. But do you know what? What do we say when we get to the end of the tunnel? Yeah. Build more tunnel. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, keep the mushrooms in the dark, they say. Yes. So, um, well, we won't get into the politics of that. But, um, no, we're, look, you know, we're all well, Kobe, and, and I've got to say that these sort of forums and reaching out to people and having conversations via this medium has been a great stimulation. So thanks for having me on. Awesome, awesome. I mean, my my uh, my saying is always, you know, if there's no light at the end of the tunnel, go down there and turn the thing on yourself. So <laughs> well, I, I, usually, yeah. I usually use profanities when I say that, but we won't use that here on LinkedIn. <laughs> Apparently people on LinkedIn don't like swearing. So it should be the words so, of encouragement, um, mate. Absolutely. So um, for those of you that have joined us live on LinkedIn and live on YouTube today, uh, we are recording this for the, for the for our podcast. So if you haven't checked out the Kobe Simmet audio experience, uh, you'll, you'll get that. I see Stan Wall there in the comments on LinkedIn. Um, he sent me a lovely text message last night saying he's enjoying the podcast. So he watches it live and then go and listen. So thanks for joining us. Um, and thanks for, for you guys that have come on live on, uh, on YouTube. Hey, um, Talk to me about your, you know, your journey in business over the maybe, you know, we've been working together for it must be almost 20 years now. It is, um, yeah. In, yep. in partnership. What, um, talk to me about your business journey the, the last 20 years. 
Yeah, look, uh, just quickly on that note, you can probably hear some acoustics in the background. It is sound effects, and that's my dog just protecting the perimeter. So uh, <laughs> my apologies there. That's where okay. the world we're living in, right, at the minute. Um, yeah, mate, look, I think if we go back uh, 20, not, I think it was year 2000, I came back from overseas and I'd been teaching uh, in an autistic school in North London, which was just remarkable in itself. And I came back from overseas having had that experience and looked for something in a like environment. But um, here in Australia, there wasn't the same amount of um, uh, dedication and commitment investment in autism and treatment of autism and teaching in autism here in Australia at the time. And it really, um, it led me to look for other opportunities where I got a job with Eli Lilly as a the pharmaceutical company, which is their, I think, uh, their biggest, um, Prozac was their big label back in the day. Um, and that led me to do some more study. And I got into the world of investigations, private investigations. That sounds glamorous, but it wasn't. Um, that was more liability investigations around fault. And that led me to safety systems, funny enough, because I thought there's got to be a better way to prevent these things from happening. So it was loss adjusting going, well, if you looked at the preventative measure rather than the reactive, maybe that might work. So that led me to systems thinking, Kobe, and that's where you and I crossed paths uh, some time ago about uh, particularly ISO and management systems in business. Um from there, I think that, you know, we worked together in the best practice brand in the auditing world where I helped you run that business uh, as it grew. Um, that was exposing me to a great um, broad spectrum of businesses, Kobe, where we were seeing some really good practices in place, best practices, in fact. And as corny as this sound, sounds, I think you and I, with a, a gentle nudge from you, thinking, well, what would be next for us? And obviously pushing people into that next practice, mate. So that's like a nice segue for what we're doing now. And I think the coaching side of things has been a, a revelation for me of, of self-discovery. But more than that is the wealth of knowledge that we've built up over the years now we can share in a platform that's much like this is, is very much sharing with the view to um, not creating problems but helping people deal with their professional issues. I'll say professional issues. But uh, and and business issues and how best to plot the course, particularly now more than ever, out of these strange circumstances we find ourselves in. So, you know, I might be a teacher, but way back in the, I'm still teaching, you know, really. Yeah. And I think that you and I, as best we can, with facilitation, try to take our own medicine and practice what we preach, fine tune and tweak. Um, and that's been of great benefit, I, I hope, for you, but also for me too. So that's been a, a wonderful journey. And I was just thinking, yes. you know, in saying that too just recently, the, the profound effect that you can have, as you have, with a lot of people by setting a positive mindset at this time and plotting a way out of what is difficult circumstances. So quite, yeah, with empathy in mind, front and centre. So there, yeah, there's a wrap. Yeah, that's awesome. And look, it has been a great partnership. It's definitely been, um, you know, I was looking back at the beginning of our YouTube channel and 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 an interview that you're being interviewed by the famous Chucky who, you know, called oh, yeah. us all handsome. And, uh, you know, you were talking about this, you know, Kobe's been on this journey of self-discovery. And, and I think that was sort of the starting point, which, you know, it'd be a, it'd, it'd be a seven or probably, it's probably almost a 10 year journey. This, you know, this all of a sudden this this light switched on. I was like, actually, you know, the answers are in these mentors, in these libraries. 
and then going through this, but but not just buying the books and not just going on this investigation journey, but really actually implementing. And I mm. think that's the, you know, that that is about, you know, picking things up and implementing them. Um, and, you know, and one of those things early on in our journey was discovering Simon Sinek quite early, early in his journey, um, you know, and implementing that concept of start with why. So, you know, we didn't start with it because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting into this interview for, for our view, viewers live here on these platforms today. But what's the why? What's the, what's the current version of the why right now? Well, that's really good. The, the iterations, and I think this is a, a case in point for today, that that does change because we are dealing with different circumstances as they present themselves, and that's the beauty of the cycle that we talk about, the cycle of accountability, and reviewing that and being nimble enough to move because those needs change. The people we seek to serve, their needs change. Best we pay attention to that and listen so that we can. Um, our why is is to work with businesses to have them to be great places to work at, buy from, and invest in. That's it. And I think if we if we, if we simply say that that is our brand promise in each of those segments, then what we're about to talk about today and tomorrow is right in line with that. Yeah, exactly right. So you know. You know, to to build that why that comes off the back of you know Nick and I did some work um, together with uh, the famous Glenn Campbell with the you know the I think he calls it best self identity process now or, or brand heart um, back in the day where you know my my why is all about unleashing potential so it's you know I, I'm not happy to let something sit idle you know let's use the thing for what it is you know whether this you know this this is this is not just a coffee mug. It creates great experiences. You know, it's it's a it's a place to um, you know it unleashes potential. You know, put some put some coffee in it. What does the coffee do? So it's about those vessels and vehicles for uh, for drive. And I think um, I can't remember what was the middle of your um, unlock. Was it unlock? Unlock. Um, oh, the pulse piece. Yeah, you put me yeah. on the spot. You have to go. Have to have got it front and center. <laughs> you you but, can try and come up. Mine was unleash potential, and I think yours was um, empowering improvement or something like yeah, that. That's the empowering improvement piece. But at, at the heart of it, and no pun intended, there is the help. Yes, is the help. Yeah. Helping someone to unleash yeah. potential or empower them to uh, move, act. Yeah better themselves and not not assuming that people need that but they may do you know yeah, what i mean and, and i guess absolutely. that's where we've found and and the catch cry today i just want to say this from the outset is for everyone listening and the thing that we've discovered is niches yep, yep. and yep. the americans say riches in niches and that's where it's at the vein is um where the niche is that's where you need to focus and and our collective skills kobe we've fine-tuned it to that niche now. Does that make sense? Yes. So riches in niches is probably what we want to talk about um, because that's where we need to be focusing ourselves. And I think you're big on this and the why piece is that why would you be doing something that doesn't inspire you and actually brings you down? Well, in business and small business owners, maybe you need to make a list of the things, that, and you've encouraged this from the outset, is make a list of the things that inspire you and are at your centre and make a list of those things that you don't like doing because, funny enough, you might find people who are really good at that, yep. the things you don't want, that can yep. help you unleash you to engage yep. more with people and effectively have you at the front end of the business as a small to medium business owner is 
talking what you know is what you what you're preaching and what you love. People are wanting to hear that. Yep. Best you be out in front of the business rather than taking the care of the tasks that don't inspire you. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And, 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 you know, we talk a lot about, you know, can we do, you know, to be able to do more of something. So for you guys out there listening, if you want to, if there's something that you really want to be doing more of, you think about your 24 hours in the day, you used all of your 24 hours yesterday. Um, you used all the 24 hours of the day before, you know, and, and you used all the 24 hours of the day before that. So, but, but there are things that are on your mind that you want to do more of you'd, you'd like to experience. So in order to do those things, you've got to create room. So you, so when you audit your time, audit yesterday, what are the things that you can stop doing? What were the, what were the, you know, did you do the must do's? Did you do the should do's? And then, and the nice to do's, the, the, the nice to do's, you know, are, are they, do they become the must do's? You've got to make space. So you've got to take things away. So you, by taking, write a list of the things that you don't want to do and work out how you can delegate them, you know, do them quickly or delegate them to create space for what you want to do more of. And, and just back to our why, everything we do here at the Best Practice Group, either with ourselves and we focus on ourselves as a, as a priority, our staff first, customers second, shareholders third, in, in that order, in the famous words of Rich, Richard Branson, we follow that, that, that philosophy, is that we, you know, it's, it's to create an organisation that's a great place to work, a great place to buy from and a great place to invest in. And so when we're thinking about work and creating a great fun place to do, let's start thinking about the things we want to do less of. And so mm. we're asking that of everybody because if we can identify the things that people want to do less of, that creates an opportunity to bring on another person who really loves doing those things and wants to do more of that. And that is the first step for you guys as you're analyzing your organization in terms of creating fun places to work. And if, you, if you're creating that fun place to work because people are doing the things they want to do and they love doing um, or you're helping people go to a job at another organisation to do things that they love doing and want to do to fill a gap over in another organisation, then everybody's going to be having a better life and, you know, inspired to have a better life I think is your, you know, your, your purpose uh, on your brand heart and mine is to live an unrestricted life mm. um, and so that you're, you're not restricted by those things that you, you, you don't want to do. What do I want to be doing every day for work? I'm doing exactly what I love doing right now bringing this podcast to our listeners, bringing this video to our listeners and, and hanging out with one of my best mates, you know, as, as we have this conversation. So, you know, in terms of actually how we can do that, what Nick and I have got for you guys today is really a discussion around, um, you know, some how. Um, so we've, we've talked about the why uh, for your organization. We want to help your organization. I want you to help your own organization to be a great place to work. Um, to be a great place to buy from. So you create amazing customer experiences uh, and obviously a great place to invest in. So it gives returns for its shareholders and those things can be balanced and you can you can actually achieve good goals in all those things. We're achieving that here in our organization ourselves. So we tested here first, we're the sandbox. So we don't bring anything out to anybody that doesn't, not already tested and we can show results in our organization. So what our goal was today was to really have a conversation around the frameworks. We talked about the why, let's talk about some of the frameworks and Nick's going to get into that. And then tomorrow, this is a two-part series. So tomorrow in the live stream, same time, same place, 20, 23 and a half hours from now because we're already, already into this. So get ready for that um, to come onto these platforms live. Is, uh, we're going to talk about the, the hacks. So, you know, we're going to talk about the hacks and all the tips today and then the hacks tomorrow, the tools. So tomorrow we're going to be giving you tools to use. We're giving them to you free. We're going to talk to you about them. Like last week we did the one-page strategic plan as an introduction to this new series of content that we're bringing you guys specifically targeted at you guys. If your business is not as 
as uh, you know, you're not making the sales and revenue that you want to make. If you're, if that's a problem for you, if you're not making sales and revenue, you're not getting the numbers of customers in the door that you want to get in. We can help with that. Uh, if your business is not as profitable as you want it to be in terms of profit, we can start working on that. If your business is not as organized, you know, you've got sales, you've got profit, but you're not as organized and, and you're making mistakes and you're creating problems and there's cost in your business. We can help you with that. Then we can start talking about, you know, having an impact and then we can start talking about having a legacy. That's the business hierarchy we've been working on. So if you've got those problems, problems of needing more sales, needing more customers, uh, needing more profitability, you know, uh, organization, needing needing to get more organized, legacy so that your organization is a fun place because businesses with sales and profitability and are organized, they're fun places to work. Um, so we're going to talk about the how and the what, the golden circles of Simon Sinek. So in terms of getting into this and getting started, Nick, um, I just want to quickly say hello to a few people. So um, so Orlando, uh, welcome from Chicago in the US. So you guys that have come online on LinkedIn, let me know where you're watching from. If you're watching after the recording, um, you know, still comment on the video and let me know where you're watching from. I go back over the comments every couple of 24 hours, you know, every couple of days, um, look back over the videos, see the comments, respond to people, respond to your questions. Um, the uh, Scupper, the, uh, the the best practice office dogs just walked into the studio. So um, I heard him make his grand entrance downstairs. So uh, there's dogs everywhere today um, <laughs> having a run around. So I um, apologize for any barking, but that, that is the, uh, as you say, that is the world we're living in right now with uh with this. So um, let's get into it. So um, so oh. talk to me about your um, your session this morning. Yeah, thank you, Kobe. I've got a few uh, slides to share uh, with the gang, uh, but this is the book that I'd like to talk about. Um, and I think this, this there you go. There's, thank you, Kobe. That's great. And we both have copies. And this is a book by Vern Harnish. And I was just on a webinar with him uh, this morning out of the US, so it's been a long day already, but uh, what is it, get up early, win the morning, win the day, and yeah. certainly uh, that was a great start for me, and he was talking a number of things and scenarios at the moment, and everyone's talking about coming out of COVID. I don't want to focus on COVID. I want to talk about a positive mindset, Kobe, and thinking about what is next because we know what has happened, and we've learned from what has happened. Now is an, it's our next move to scale up. Yeah, so I'm really wanting to focus on the key principles of what Vern Harnish talks about in this book, but added in a few of our elements, and I'd love to ask you a few questions, and I think, Kobe, if you see something that you want to comment on, please, by all means, enhance what we, we discuss. So I might just share with you what I've got, if that's okay. Just bear with me for a moment. A bit slow at the on the uptake here. <laughs> I think everyone's had to relearn technology in this. Uh, oh, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, very slow, in fact. Uh, present. There we go. So this should be right now. Excuse me. Share screen. Uh, just loading now, mate. Sorry. There we go. This should be right. Oh, good. Why the long pause? Um, can you see that? Um, can we see that, Luke? Um, can you just add? So Luke's just going to bring that in and add it to the Thank stream. You. Beautiful. There we go. Look at that. Perfect. There we Probably. go. So really getting back to your pulse around that, unleashing your potential. And I think this is a key to what we talk about um, in any of our sessions from the beginning is about positive mindset. And I've got to say that, you know, from, from where we uh, work from, it's very much about what is next 
not necessarily what has been, but what is next. And we are to interrupt you there for a second. Um, just hide your little uh, hit that little hide button if you can on your screen. It gets oh, through right. that little. How's that better? Perfect. There we go. Look at that. Excellent. Yeah, we, we're a fan of Brendan Bouchard, and he talks about high performance habits. And this is very much in line with what we talk about in the Rockefeller world with the Rockefeller habits, and there's 10 of those, which we'll get into in a moment. But I just wanted to say this up front. Study high performers and you'll see that they'll have systems built into their days that drive their success. Positive mindset, routine, action. These are the key, key phrases. And the big thing about what we talk about here is routine will set you free. And I've got to say, having lived in this environment now for I don't know how long, uh, in COVID world, uh, lockdown world, I should, should say, routine has been the one thing that has been something we've been able to hang on to, to keep us focused, to keep us moving, to keep us positive, yeah? So very important to understand that systems, systems built into days, okay? Just a quick snapshot. Now, I know there's a lot of doom and gloom and there's a lot of talk about um, potential depression and so on, but realistically, it depends where you sit on the scale if you're a glass half empty person or a glass half full, but let's just look at some numbers at the minute. Uh, and you can see their gross world product uh, in 2000 was $33 trillion. On the outside, up to the top right-hand side there is in 2019, it was $88 trillion. Of course, there's been a hit based on the circumstances that have happened recently. And here we are finding ourselves at the minute at $66 trillion. So really, when you think about it, Kobe, it's not so much glass half empty, but maybe if you look at it from this perspective, in terms of opportunity and moving forward, that it's glass three quarters full. And I reckon that's a good way to actually consider where we are at the minute. And the next question, which is pretty simple here, is so are you in this to win? Are you playing to win? Now, I've got to say that, you know, in some instances where sport is the analogy here, those that are front running and have been front running for some time may become uh, lost and re uh configure their strategy mid-race, and, and that is not a healthy thing to do. And when you do that, you're nowhere. But the point is, in this case, is gearing ourselves up with a system, with a process, with a practice and a discipline that will help us win because it's it's the strategy. Hello, Scupper. <laughs> so I just want to look at this for a moment. Can you see that uh, in this slide it's the S in scaling up? And if you can see that for a moment, you see that it, it's down the bottom, it's the, the, the yellow, purple, the blue strategy, the brown execution, and the green for cap. That is the scaling scaling up, the S curve. And it's it's fundamentally built around four key questions. People, and, and look, I know that people out there understand this fundamentally, or or it, it, it may be that they understand this completely, but let's put it into some sort of uh, explanation. I'm going to say that, you know, with people, uh, given what we've talked about, and I'm glad you said that, Kobe, those lists of what I love and what I don't love, and I'm glad you were used that word delegate because it is about that delegation of the tasks to find that savant-like person who really loves those things I don't like, give it yeah, to them. Yeah. So here we go, we go with people, which is attracting and retaining the right people. And the question here is, are stakeholders happy and engaged in the business? 
and would you choose them uh, choose to work with them again? Really, really interesting question and challenging, mind you. Thinking about that for a second. And the second part of that is is strategy and developing a, a distinct strategy. And I think this is a question for everyone out there as owners and, and asking staff, can you articulate your company's strategy simply? And is it bringing sustainable growth in revenue and gross margins? Okay, really key points there. Sustainable growth, gross margins. The execution piece, which is is really what that is about, is relentless repeatability. Relentless mm -hmm. repeatability. Okay? Uh, are all processes running smoothly and driving superior profitability? That's a great question to ask. And I would say that if business owners in, the, in what we've experienced through COVID are not thinking about what it is they need to shed, they need to start thinking about that now, as in not, not profitable services or, or products. And I guess the last part is cash, of course. It's staying afloat with enough cash. Do you have steady and ideally internal sources of cash to power your business growth? Because I think you made mention recently, Kobe, in one of your posts that um, uh, entrepreneurism and growth sucks up cash. Absolutely. So do you have enough? And, in fact, if you think about that for a moment, uh, given our last six to eight months, um, if you had the cash to weather the storm, you're in a very good position and you're in a very good position to scale up, okay? So they're the four questions, people, strategy, execution, and cash. Now, the, the next piece I wanted to talk about with you is um, the Rockefeller habits. And, you know, you can get rid of Rockefeller and just call it habits, really. And this is about the alignment piece in your business. And as much as they are statements, Think about these as questions, and I'd like for the folks out there listening to think about their business, think about you in the business, and ask the question of yourself and your business as we go through. Now, just a quick anecdote, and, and Vern Harnish is on first-name basis with a lot of CEOs around the planet, and this morning he made mention of, of Naomi Simpson, and, you, and we were lucky enough and fortunate enough to have her present at the 2020 Summit in Feb. And, and we were, this was looming. The situation was looming back then, Kobe, do you recall? That yes. um, people, this thing out of Wuhan, wasn't quite sure. And, and I think at that point, Naomi was starting to see um, supply chains being affected based on the experiences that she would offer with Red Balloon. And I, I, he said anecdotally today that she took a hit of maybe 70% of experiences dropped out of, uh, out of being purchased from Red Balloon. And... The one thing that she did say to Vern Harnish was that the thing that kept them focused and being able to weather the storm of COVID was these 10 habits. Now, I thought that was pretty profound. And let me talk you through each one if we, if we can. And the, the first of those is the executive team is healthy and aligned, Okay. Everyone is aligned with the number one thing that needs to be accomplished this quarter to move the company forward. We just lost Nick. Looks like he might have just frozen. Just had a moment's break. Sorry, mate. Um, That's right. Every, every facet of the organisation has a person assigned with accountability for assuring goals are met. Yep. 
Ongoing employee input is collected to identify obstacles and opportunities. Reporting and analysis of customer feedback data is as frequent and accurate as financial data. Very interesting point. Core values and purpose are alive in the organisation, visible. Employees can articulate the key components of the company's strategy accurately and all employees can answer quantitatively whether they had a good day or week and the company's plans and performance are visible to everyone. Can I just start with that last one? Visibly, uh, around the office at best practice, there were the boards of performance, there's the actual strategy, there's the planning, there's the statistics. These things are the pulse of the business and everyone has a view of what it is they contribute to the whole. That is critical as a visual, as a stimuli to have people thinking of how their efforts each day in each increment of time, as you mentioned earlier, contribute to that gain or goal or action. So I think that's a really good point to start. And I just want to say that, you know, what we spoke about this morning in that webinar was with um, the post-COVID situation and where we are now, thinking about acting is not going to get you anywhere. It's the action that will actually have you move and the commitment to action will have you move. And that's that's where we find ourselves at the minute. And I, I just want to say from a perspective, you know, if you think about these 10, just for a moment anecdotally, and you think, well, the executive team is healthy in your line. And I guess, have we got the right people at the helm? Do they know what direction we're going? And realistically, are they communicating to everyone in the business the one thing this quarter that needs to be achieved? It could be monetary. It, it could be recruitment. It, it is a number of elements. But what is the number one thing that this group of people and the exec, I'll say this, it's and talking about the action, having those people come together into a room as the executive team and list the issues, Kobe. What are the issues that we're dealing with? Sure enough, by process of elimination, you'll work out that number one thing for that quarter. But you've got to have the conversation. And it sort of falls into that third point, Kobe, around communication rhythm. Now, I work with a company called Ericle down in Picton. They are going gangbusters. They are manufacturing in, in the uh, ventilation space. And not, I mean, for, for health perspectives, but buildings, amenity. They, they're doing wonderful things and they are at the forefront of research in that area. They have adopted these principles without coaching and help, just purely from the sidelines. They're doing the doing, but we're coaching them and they're having a great time doing it. Uh, finishing lines and fun. You said this last week. That's what it's about. And, and what they do, and uh, Naomi Simpson, and, and others who practice these habits every day, they have um, a huddles and meetings to keep everyone focused on the number one thing that is to be achieved, the, the, the focus of the day, the positive mindset of the day, those communication rhythms. And the team down at Eric will have meetings uh, from an exec, sales, production. They move through the building every morning and having their communication uh, rhythm, which is um, you want to move faster, uh, pulse faster. And they have these meetings every day checking in. It's wonderful because it keeps everyone aligned, focused, and those issues that do pop up can be dealt with. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing I really want to talk about, Kobe, from a B2B perspective is, is point um, six, a five, sorry, and six, which is very much internal um, testing and external testing around, um, I think we talk about it in our world around um, internal uh, uh, focus, how people are feeling and, and uh, understanding if people are having a good day. And I guess from a feedback perspective, what, what, what we could use as a measure internally is what we use uh, externally, which is uh, um, what is the, what's our internal or external measure? So we do a net promoter score. So it's an it's so, an internal net promoter score process to look at, you know, levels of customer satisfaction. How likely are you to refer a friend or family to best practice and an internal yeah. staff satisfaction survey? Yeah, yeah, great. So imagine having a, 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 an employee version of that. Mm. So you could effectively have that as a measure internally to gauge whether or not uh, we, uh, our experiences are pushing us toward the finishing line and we're having fun. You know, I think that's a great, great measure. But equally, um, who is involved in that gathering of customer feedback? And I guess the thing from a B2B perspective is what are we listening for and who's asking the questions? And we've got our sales guys who are out there at the coalface asking the questions. But what about the people who are delivering the service? What about you as a business owner? And I know you do this. You actually get in contact with with CEOs and others within our client base to get a gauge on how we're going. And I guess those three questions are really relevant here, Kobe. How are you? How are things going for you in your industry? And the question is, is what are we doing well? What is you? What is it that you want us to do more of? What is it that you want us to do less of? That is wonderful data for the executive team to think about. But equally, you've got to uh, look for that internal uh, feedback as well, right? And it's good data points to have as discussions for an executive team to plot quarter to quarter, yearly, three yearly, 10 yearly. But you've got to have those data points. And I guess that's what it's talking about. If you're doing this on an ad hoc basis, I would suggest that you start to think about internal and external feedback as a measure monthly, quarterly, whatever, but have some discipline around it systematically. Um, the other thing is around the, the core values and purpose, and I think we had a discussion recently, Kobe, about the calling out uh, of behaviour and actions that probably didn't suit uh, or fit with our core p- uh, values and purpose because that would effectively bring us undone in any sort of um, interaction with internal uh, stakeholders mm. or ex- uh, external stakeholders. Um it's really important that those staff understand the direction we're taking. And if they don't, why not? Is it that they need more coaching, correction, or an exit, as hard as it might sound, but that's the reality. And I guess that's the last couple of points is that, you know, if people can state what that direction is clearly, then that's the battle won. Um, You're actually looking to have people articulate um, and be aligned with those values and purpose and by asking them, they'll tell you whether they know or not. And it's a simple question. And I guess that then would lead to that last point, Kobe, that if I were to look around the office, then I'm left in no doubt as to what those values and purposes are and also the numbers and statistics that are, are, are leading to that outcome and driving to that outcome. So you can see that these are, as habits, pretty potent and you know, if anyone's got any questions out there at the minute against or for these particular um, habits, 
I'd love to hear about it because I think in the absence of anything else, asking these questions of ourselves and our business is a great start. Do you have anything to add there, mate? Yeah, look, I think the, you know, the point I want to make for, for all of our listeners and everyone watching today is, you know, when you, when you look at these questions and you look at these comments, I want you to be thinking about how you can address that in your organization. Like tomorrow, we're going to be talking more about the tools. Um, but, but really, you know, I can say, I, I can show you, um, and I'll go through a couple of them, how we do it here at Best Practice um, and how we address these points. Can we be better? Always, yes, we can always be better. So, you know, the executive team is healthy and aligned. We meet weekly. Um, you know, in terms of communications um, with teams, we have marketing meeting where everyone gets on the same page at nine o'clock on a Wednesday morning. The sales team meet at eight forty-five for fifteen minutes every single morning. Um, the the technical people in our business have a phone call every Thursday night at five p.m. So that, you know, we make sure those things happen with discipline. Um, yeah. And one of the things that I see in other organizations that we're working with is that success doesn't come when you cancel meetings or don't turn up or, or answer phone calls or stop the meeting. You know, healthy and aligned is that when everyone's in the room, you're all there to, to, to attack that one thing, you know, that everyone is aligned with the one thing that needs to be accomplished this quarter to move the company forward. Um, and even, you know, there's, there's businesses around us and I won't name names, but I, you know, they, they, they cancel meetings, they change things. They don't get into that routine. They don't stick to it. Um, and they, and then they complain, why are they not going forward and why are they accelerating? Mm. So when you make those appointments, people plan for it. And when a CEO cancels a meeting two minutes before it's due to start, everyone's like, all right, well, next time I won't prepare, you know, and, and maybe the meeting goes ahead. Well, look, you know, if it goes ahead next time, I'll go to it. And then if it goes ahead again, then I'll start preparing again. And so mm. you lose that momentum. And I, and I think that when you do, you go back to that Brendan Bouchard comment, when you study high performance, when you study high performers, you'll see that they have systems and processes in their day. It's like, it's like the superstition of a boxer who always does exactly the same thing before a game because he's got his winning formula. Or, you know, a high performance triathlete when she, you know, she does exactly the same routine the night before and then in the morning because that is her routine, you know, of training and and testing. And, you know, there is always room for testing and experimenting, but at an appropriate pr point in the training plan, you know, in the not at, not right before the race, you don't change your technique, you change it early in the plan. So I, so I think it is important that, you know, when you think about some of those analogies that I've just used and you think about the organization, um, you know, ongoing employee input by having those meetings, we have everybody on the same page. We all talk about the goal, you know, our goals are to, you know, for this to be a fun place to work, you know, a fun place to buy from. And also um, we need to give returns to our shareholders. And so, you know, that's what we're here to do. You guys want to earn your money and take that home. Um, then we want to be focusing on, hey, what do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? And we, we look at that. So quarterly, we get together. We have those quarterly meetings, um, quarterly executive sessions. We do the strategy. We do the planning across each of the brands uh, here at Best Practice. Um, and so starting to think about that. And so, you know, when you talk about, you know, um, back to people, strategy, execution, and cash. Uh, with these systems in place, um, our businesses have succeeded through this pandemic and have grown um, uh, in good cash positions uh, with these good strategies in place. 
was it tough? Yes. Have we, you know, did we get caught off guard, you know, and let our emotions run away with the negative news and that sort of stuff? Yes, of course, we're humans, but we snapped back into the right mindset um, and we keep focusing on, okay, well, yes, we've got, you know, um, you know, the water's a little bit deeper and it's going to be harder to wade across this river, um, but we're in a good position because we were well set up to move into this uh, crisis to run our own businesses. Um, you know, knowing that things might happen from a risk prevention per strategy, you know, customers, cash, profit, that sort of stuff. Um, in, in the outset of this, we had a 1000% increase in our marketing efforts that a lot of you guys would have seen uh, very early in 2020, in fact, late in 2019. Um, and that actually, um, that offset the impact of, of the pandemic on, on our group. So, you know, I think that's, um, you know, that, that is definitely, um, you know, part of that process. Stan's just making a comment there on LinkedIn, everything is scheduled and planned for, um, and he's using his high performance planner. I think he won that, or he was given that at the summit earlier this year, um, yeah, addressing mindset, jobs, goals. Good on you, Stan. That's, that's yes, excellent. Sir. I think that's a really good case in point, Kobe. Can I just say that you said it yourself, uh, the, the the fog set in for a moment, but we came mm -hmm. back to our habits Correct. and reminded ourselves of those core habits. And I'm really glad you made emphasis on that communication because it, it says there communication rhythm is established and information moves is established and, as you say, committed to. It's mm. it's critical because what I'm saying, to what we said in the beginning here is that you, you, you're not going to think your way out of this. You've got to act. No. You've got to be people exactly. to communicate and you're going to talk your way out of it. You're going to have yeah. to talk your way out of it which is bringing people together and sharing and talking. Um, but that's great. I, I think, you know, the, the thing we've been talking about recently, uh, Michael Haynes, myself, it's around the business, the B2B uh, customer side of things and getting that critical data with those three questions in mind, Kobe, you know, particularly about what are we doing well, what could we do more of and what could we do less of, which is very much in line with what you're talking about as an individual too, but yep. certainly from Absolutely. a business perspective in the service of others, Yeah. So they're they're um, they're they're key. I'm glad you sort of emphasised that communication piece because that's the way out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And look, I just want to remind the managers out there, you know, for you guys that are running teams and leading teams, and you know, participate, even participating in a team. If you you know if you're watching this video, and you know you're not a manager, you haven't got direct reports. I just want to remind everybody it's 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 your job to try to motivate and train that's it daily basis as a as a leader and even if you're an aspiring leader you just have to remember that you've only got two you you've only got you only you know you used to say you only had one job you've only got one job and that is to 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 motivate and train on a daily basis and and for us you know this library of stuff and what we're talking to you about here and what we're going to talk to you about in tomorrow's session we're going to train you tomorrow in some of the tools so that you can you know you can access that you can buy the book for 30 bucks scaling up fern harnish 30 dollars you can get it online um and you can start you know embracing some of those tools our job is if you want to be efficient and you want to understand the upside is to say, well, actually we can do this faster and we can accelerate this journey by getting us involved because we've been there and we've done it and we can show you how to do it more efficiently. If you can learn and read and execute from a book, excellent, then, then you're on your path. But if you need that accountability, that's what we're offering here. So what we sell is the accountability and coaching piece, which is here's how I did it. Let's try and contextualize it for your organization, work out how we can specifically apply it in your organization that gives you that turbocharge, that significant boost uh, in terms of, uh, you know, you can scale it, but then, you, but then you'll nail it is, is, is what I've been saying. 
Perfect. It's a really good on that engagement piece, KB, and we're very excited about that opportunity to talk, even to have a conversation with with someone who's interested. This is where we start because there is question sets around this. Because if you do that analysis, this is where we start, and that's why this slide is here because there's a, there's question sets around this, and that's it's a it's good information to flush out the issues that a business might be thinking or, or working through but flip that into the opportunity side of things, which is very much that positive mindset you made mention of. That's where we take the conversation and encourage to empower. Thanks, mate. That's great. Um, the next slide around the four decisions of people, strategy, execution and catch is just recapturing what we talked about. I really wanted to show you the S curve, which is the scaling up curve. Um, when it says people realistically is very much, as you say, Kobe, is bringing them in and coaching them into the position. Now, it's right person, right seat, as Collins would say. Jim Collins right behind you there. Um, also, um, there's uh, uh, people doing the right things, okay, the right people doing the right things, which is where it sits from a people perspective. The strategy piece is very much... Um, differentiated and I talked about the the riches in niches and that's where this sits because you need to find that strategy if you're in this game to win what is that strategy is it clearly defined against your values and purpose who is the who is your core customer how do you serve them and determine a three-year differentiated strategy catapult growth what would that look like now we know Three to five years and what we've learned in the last six months is guesswork. But quarter to quarter in a cycle of accountability is where we could actually get some more leverage in this sort of instance. That's why we do the quarter to quarter focus from a strategic perspective allows us to adapt, change, getting the data points right, finding out what's going on within our industry, with our people, um, and then Adapt, and that's why the quarterly focus is really important at the moment because the three to five years, a bit of guesswork. But if we're focusing quarterly, we're able then to maintain that 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 direction. The execution, as I said before, mate, is very much about relentless repeatability. Get it right. Relentless repeatability. That me as a leader, you as a leader, and our people, relentless repeatability. That's important. Systems and processes. Talk about the habits that we just talked about. The culture of accountability, which is that cycle of quarterly planning, and this is where we step in as coaches and keeping that cadence running within a business and fine-tune process. Uh, this is my favourite. I want to do this at home. Fine-tune processes to uh, to run without drama. We're, it's a work in progress here, <laughs> but um, this is really important. And from a cash perspective, plenty of cash to weather the storms, and ultimately that's where we want to be uh, when we talk about this particular piece, it's about accelerating your cash flow cycles to fuel growth, which is how do you bring that forward and not wait so long? And there's seven levers uh, for improving your cash position. We talk about that, and that's got to do with, and you know this yourself, Kobe, you look at those wine lists and the ones in restaurants, good, better, best. You might be reversing the order and saying best, better, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> but do you understand? Like you, you reverse the order. You're putting your best first. Um, so they're, they're the key areas of our decisions. Tomorrow I look at some of the tools within each of those particular decisions that we need to make. Um, and that's pretty much it, mate. I'll just stop sharing.
How's that? Nice. Nice. You know, it's been a really, um, it's been a really successful process for us. I think that, um, you know, unpacking, you know, finding a framework um, in terms of being able to use this. Um, have we lost Nick or is he still there? No, Nick's still there. Um, is, you know, finding that framework and being able to use it uh, was excellent, you know, and, that, and that's been a really good thing for us here in best practice and, and using this process, you know, the habits, you could almost argue a common sense, but but it's not unless you know that they're there. It's hard to say that it's common sense. So that's definitely been something that we've been working on here at Best Practices. These principles, um, you know, Nick and I talk about bower birding, um, but it's it's understanding that there are successful things. Looking at what people are doing, looking at what we can do to, you know, to be moving forward, and um, and and then saying, okay, well you know, practice test, A, B testing, eventually we arrive and we say, actually, you know what, this framework works for us. So I think we um, we may have just lost Nick from the stream. We've lost him. Um, so um, we'll see if we can get him back in there. Luke's working on that. But what I wanted to, you know, we wanted to share this with you today just to talk about these principles. You can use that as a health check. So you can go back in this video, go back to that timestamp or go back in the podcast to that section. You can use that as a health check for your organization and you can start trying to figure out um, how to solve them. But it is a, it's a, you know, of... Of you know of a framework that's got a couple more points. I think there's four more points um, in the list there. But you can definitely go back to those ten points. And you start looking at your organisation. You know, in thinking about what success looks like by Christmas, by the end of 2020, uh, we've only got 12 weeks to go. You guys can actually start. You can go back and you can have a look and say, okay, um, where where are we at with each of those things? Let's benchmark ourselves. Let's give ourselves a score out of 10, and then write yourself a to-do list do some research, do that, you know, stop and plan and think, okay, what is my goal? Where do I want to get to? I want to increase, you know, I want my business to get back to where it was. Looks like Nick's back now. Um, I want to get back to where I was and I want to get back to, um, you know, I want to get back to the revenue we were doing or I want to grow my revenue by 20%, 50%, 100%, whatever that might be. What am I doing about that? You know, what am I doing about That's what success looks like. That's the five-star version of the situation. You can go through those 10 points and you can say, okay, let's rate ourselves. What's going to be one action, one small action point this quarter against each of those 10 elements? Um, you know, of course, we've got a very formal framework and um, strategy with, with our workshops that we can take you through. There's a coaching program that you, you can subscribe to. So you can reach out to either myself or Nick um, and we can take you through that process and we can start looking at, okay, let's look at the improvement of people and how we're handling people. Um, you know, how do we get rid of dead wood? Um, how do we get rid of, you know, the people that need to leave? How do we get, how do we bring on new people? How do we do that onboarding? Um, how do we, how do we reframe the strategy? What's our strategy for the end of 2020? Um, for the Australian, you know, for the, the Australian financial year, it's, it's Q2. For the US financial year, it's Q4. Um, so what are we looking at for the next quarter? Um, what's our strategy going to be? What's our marketing strategy, sales strategy? What's our, you know, people development strategy? Um, at constant execution in the great words of Brendan Bouchard, a lovely guy. Um, you know, if you study high performers, you will see that there are systems and processes built daily activity, their daily trailing plans, what they eat, when they eat, when they sleep, how much training they do, the hours, the testing, and then they're looking at key performance indicators, um, key result areas. So what are the results? So we track and accountability and transparency around that. And then obviously cash. And, you know, we talk about, um, we talk a lot about cash, you know, time is money. 
or money is time. And so to get Excel, you can use, if you're smart, you can use cash to accelerate your business. So any surplus cash, you know, like entrepreneurs like myself that just plow all the profit back into the business to help the business grow or other businesses and help them grow. Um, you know, I'm getting around in a $20 t-shirt and a hundred dollar pair of jeans. You know, I don't have the, you know, the expensive lifestyle because I spend every single spare cent continuing to develop and grow the organization. So that set us up. Yes. Did we have a hiccup? Yeah, absolutely. We did. Um, we had a hiccup beginning of the pandemic, but we recovered probably faster than a lot of organizations and we've had significant growth as a result. So I want that for your organization. So, you know, if, if you're not the person in the team, you know, tell the person, you know, tell the boss, tell your owners, tell your executives um, to start looking at this, whether you use us or with us or not, this is, this is the process to follow to give yourself that framework, getting into that, you know, that high performance routine Follow a different framework, but you got to follow it. You got to you got to show up. You got to do it. You got to do it without thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So any uh, any sort of parting words or final comments? Um, maybe a little bit of a taster or a little sweetener for tomorrow. What have we got in store for the for everyone tomorrow? Yeah. Look, tomorrow thanks, session? thanks, Kobe. My apologies for the minor outage. Um, the thing tomorrow, and I think it's about the hacks and the tools we talk about. But these are all. Um, uh, items that we can share with folks and and to get them started yes we do have the checklist for rockefeller habits that's a great place to start and and as it is you know with with our coaching program it it starts with that conversation it and the engagement does it, it may take time but that's fine we're here to talk through those issues with the experience that we have uh to share with others to get them started and and realistically if we talk about our our pulse which is the empowerment piece that's where we get the greatest satisfaction. And tomorrow is very much saying, well, I'm going to show you a couple of things, the actual tangible tools that we can give you for each of, each of the, the four questions around people, strategy, execution, and cash. But the other thing I want to show you is a lovely little uh, um, online platform called Align where these things become uh, virtual, real, and real-time and tracking. And I use that with a number of clients and it's just it's just a, a great transparency and a great information sharing platform between me and the and the clients that I'm working with. And again, if people were to uh, read the book, use some of the tools and look at a line, they could use that themselves with their teams because that that opens up a, a infinite possibility. So I want to showcase just a few things there for everybody to take away and use. And that's probably the best way to put it, Kobe. Uh, for tomorrow yeah yeah awesome okay well um if you don't see us out and about if you don't see nick after he gets out of lockdown uh in melbourne uh you'll definitely see him online if you haven't followed already check out the next practice linkedin page and the next practice uh education next practice.education is the website Uh, you can get to that from bestpractice.biz if you go bestpractice.biz across the services that can drop you down into nextpractice.education you can check out nick you can obviously follow nick on linkedin i'll get one of the team to drop nick's linkedin uh link there into the youtube comments and also the linkedin comments and i'll try and come back and tag him in the post with a screenshot so you can uh, you can track down linkedin Nick on LinkedIn, uh, if you don't see me out and about, you'll definitely see us right here tomorrow, next time on Best Practice TV. I look forward to that. Tomorrow we've got tools for you guys. We're going to take you through some of those tools. It's a session that you don't want to miss. 
uh, bookmark it. If you can't make it live to the live stream tomorrow, bookmark it, come back to it. So hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel for best practice and you can come back to that video that we're going to post tomorrow. Uh, follow me on LinkedIn or follow the best practice biz page on LinkedIn. We'll post all the links after that. So you get all those free tools. Tomorrow's a, again, it's come and get those tools and take away and take them away and implement them. Let us know how you go. The goal here is to improve the fun in your organization, improve the customer experience of your organization and return and the returns for the shareholders in your organization. So it becomes a great organization that leaves a legacy into the future. That's what we're here to do. That's what this best practice group is all about. So Nick, um, always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Yes. Uh, we're going to drop this video into the Talking Business playlist on the YouTube, uh, on the Best Practice YouTube that's channel. quite so extensive that. now. That's awesome, that uh, playlist, mate. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And, so and well, also, um, while I've got you, mate, thank you for inviting yeah, and what you've done here too, and I've got to say that with your studio now, with the production team, it's just seamless and it's just so such good quality and I think people get such good value out of it, mate. And I want to thank you um, no, as, a, as a subscriber and, and someone who takes in that content. So thanks very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So we've got lots more, obviously lots more coming. Um, hit all those subscribe buttons, turn on the notifications this time tomorrow. So if you haven't checked it out already, there's a playlist talking business. I have one question for those of you guys that have been watching. Um, we've now got the tech set up so we can bring on live and, and run these interviews. Everything's working. We've had a couple of little tech issues, um, but we can, we can solve those. I've just put a question out on YouTube. Who should we bring on for our next interview? We, we're looking for people to bring on that we should talk to. I can extract some value out of them. So who do you want to see here on this YouTube channel? Uh, right here next time on Best Practice TV. So, Nick, I look forward to part two of this session. Beautiful. In Thanks 23 again. hours time. So 23 hours and two minutes. We're going to be live again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. So uh, Thank thanks, you, everybody. Friend. Thanks for watching. And, thanks uh, all. Hit that subscribe button. If you like this video and it brought you comment, it brought you some value, comment yes in the comments. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks, Kobe. Ciao.